Welcome to another episode of She's Intentional. Join us on an incredible journey as we share our experiences and lessons learned in our homes. We may not have all of the answers, but as best friends and business partners, we're really excited to open up about our successes and failures along the way. Tune in to our down-to-earth and super relatable podcast as we explore the power of intentional rhythms and how they have positively impacted every aspect of our lives. We're here to support and inspire you on your own journey. So grab a cozy spot, put on your favorite headphones, and get ready for a heartwarming and transformative discussion. Together, let's rewrite the rules and create a life we love. Welcome to another podcast of She's Intentional, and this time it's on marriage. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Unbeknown to Russell, he was just on a phone call with me and Julie. And- Speakerphone, man. I was so happy to, I'm like, ooh, good. What am I getting in on? Some juicy story here. <laughs> He's it was a good story. one. It was oh, a good yeah. one. 100%. Mm-hmm. But uh we are for marriage we yeah love marriage the good the bad (laughs) the ugly uh we believe that marriage is christ ordained and also we believe if you get married you're going into a battlefield um the enemy hates marriage and oh hates hates marriage yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it's image two image bearers of Jesus coming together to create more image bearers. There's nothing that he hates mm-hmm. more than family. And mm-hmm. so we wanted to speak on mm-hmm. how to be intentional in marriage, not because we're perfect or have the perfect story laughable. Uh, <laughs> she says that she was looking you guys can tell, but she's looking at her nails as she was saying that just, <laughs> we're not perfect. And she's, you know, over here checking. <laughs> Speaking of remember how I told you, Don, I love him, yes. but my nails always break. Had a broken nail already. I noticed that on the last one, and I was like, "Oh no!" Yeah, we'll have to go get her. We'll have to go get her fixed. Um. Anywho, marriage is one of the things that we're champions of, and we always call each other to truth in our marriages and encourage our marriages. We never speak badly about our spouse to each other. We might make fun of or poke jokes. Uh, I mean, you wouldn't be besties if you didn't do that. No, but because no. we know it comes from a place of love and like just and, pure cheering out of each other. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Most of the time our husbands are in the room when we're mocking them and <laughs> there's no and chime person- in mocking us. <laughs> <laughs> there's no person I love to razz more than Andrew Wingreen. I love to get under his skin. Oh man, what a joy oh, that's that so good. Me. Don't we all? <laughs> He is because he's so stoic. It's because he's so just like even keeled that yeah. to get him going is really oh man, a good time. And, and he gets such a smirk on his face that like you know mm-hmm. when you like mm-hmm. you know the smirk when you got something. Yeah, you pushed a button of some kind. Oh, it's yeah, so rich. it's a good time. But you guys have okay. I mean, Megan Russell. If you have not ever met them in like met them in person, they're real real fun to be around and because Megan is like crazy and Russell is just like he does not live small talk he just is like 
this huge, <laughs> tall, like just again, a, just kind of stoic. It was, I yeah. mean, but yeah. so tenderhearted. Yeah, you guys met yeah. at a special needs camp. If that doesn't tell you how amazing. Yeah, like he's he likes to have like this big bark. Like he wants people to be afraid of him, but he's like the biggest teddy bear you've ever met in your mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. And as a dad of three girls. Oh yeah. I mean, what it's a just precious the softest. Oh my oh, gosh. Yeah. Precious. Yeah. Um, precious, precious. So Megan and Russell have this really cool. It's I, I didn't know what to call it. Set of rules. Do we just call it? Yeah. That? Yeah. It's rules. literally on our wall. On a pretty it's, plaque. It's uh like four feet by six feet, like or four feet by three feet or something. We have it huge in our bedroom. Uh yeah. our counselor yeah. gave these to us, and they are our best advocate for mm-hmm. good communication in marriage. And we are not the best by any means, but these mm-hmm. rules have helped us. These guidelines have helped us. Um, and so if you're struggling with communication, if you're struggling with with talking with your husband, these are five quick communication rules that our counselor gave us that are true assets. Can we pause for one second? Because would you say this is true? I just had this thought and I want to know if you think it's true. She's okay. being humble, but they actually received a compliment from a very, very, very nice source about their high communication and the way they communicate with each other. So- Okay. Yeah. Take some notes. But would you say it's true that if, if your marriage is struggling, that a lot of times it could point to a lack of communication in general? Like, do you think that that's true? 100%. I think that like we talked about, like the marriage is a battlefield. And when you're not communicating, if you're not listening, if you're not having that inner connection with your spouse, like you can't, you can't be on the same page. You can't be, you can't be on the same team if you don't have the same game plan. Like you can't win a game if you don't have the same game plan. If you're on the same team, you need to know what's going on. And Julie and I were laughing because although we are, we do, we communicate probably more than any other couple ever. We fight, Mm -hmm. we bicker. If you're around us, you think that we don't even like each other sometimes because we're like always sarcastic and nitpicking and Mm -hmm. like not really jabbing, but mm-hmm. like we, we have fun a lot with our it's communication, yeah. but we found that as soon as one of us isolates, as soon as one of mm-hmm. us gets guarded, our communication goes down the tubes. And so does our intimacy in our marriage everything and else. like yeah. everything falls apart. And in our life, Russell will be like, Hey, you're going in the Valley. Like, that's my keyword. Mm-hmm. You're going to the Valley. We're on the mountaintop and you're walking away. And, and I know that's because like, that's his sign for like, you're not communicating well. You're not, you're not present with me. You're not focused on me. You're a million mm-hmm. miles and I'm the last one on your to-do list. No pun intended. And, uh, <laughs> um, truly it's like one of those things where you're like, if I'm not, it, these rules mm-hmm. help me get back on track every single time, which is why we have them. Yeah. We had them printed on our fridge for a long time. When we go to counseling, our um, counselor would ask us to like repeat them back and like memorize them, repeat them back. That was mm-hmm, homework. Mm-hmm. So we found mm-hmm. these to be super helpful. But are they? Tell us. Number one, listen to understand. 
And listening to understand one way he had us do that in like a real practical way was what we call a three, two, one for three minutes. The person gets to express whatever it is they're feeling for two minutes. The other person has to repeat back what they heard, not defend themselves. Mm -hmm. The person didn't get to do Mm -hmm. anything outside of repeat what the person just said. And then the one is you have one minute to say, no, you misunderstood me. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. need to, you need to, this is, this is what I meant by this. Because a lot Mm -hmm. of times what we're doing when we're communicating is he told me this. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. I instantly am defense mode and I'm Mm -hmm. not listening. I'm preparing my motion to go after what he said. And I am defensing up and I've got my attorney ready and we are going to like (laughs) go to war. Take him down. Right. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, I'm not listening to what he's saying. Mm -hmm. I'm just prepping. Mm -hmm. We're closing Mm -hmm. ears. Listening Mm -hmm. to understand means three, two, Mm -hmm. one. I have three minutes for him to talk about what he wants. Two minutes for me to repeat what he said and one minute Mm -hmm. to clearly define. That makes sure you get on the same page. It is mm-hmm. a really mm-hmm. beautiful exercise and it makes sure that you're trying to understand what your partner is saying. Mm-hmm. The other so thing good. is mm-hmm. number two is be honest. Mm-hmm. Always be honest. We don't keep anything from each other. Even if it's hard to hear, we constantly honest. We do not keep secrets. We do not hide things from each other. We do not. We bend down that road and it did not go well and it ended in horribleness. <laughs> yeah. And Thankfully, Jesus redeemed our marriage after tons of counseling. And it's a really beautiful, beautiful story that maybe we'll share one day. But it is one of those Mm -hmm. things where uh, honesty is truly the best policy. Mm -hmm. And otherwise, when one of us isn't honest, what happens is we isolate because we we need to feel like we have Mm -hmm. to close off some part of Mm -hmm. our life. Okay. Mm -hmm. Number three, this one is tricky. This one is tricky. I feel like for women in all reality, Mm. keep current. Oh, so hard. Yeah. Keeping current means we're not going back and being like, remember 14 years ago when you said this? (laughs) And I remember when you said that and that hurt. It is, we are constant. If we're in the middle of a fight, we're not bringing up past things that we've already hashed out and we're not bringing up past things because that doesn't help us. We've already (laughs) moved on. We've already done all the things that we need to do to fix that. And so we need to stay current for where we are today. Mm-hmm. It is not rehashing old hurts. Now, if you've never mm-hmm. rehashed something and it's really deep and you need to go back to it, I advise getting a counselor and going into that with that in mind, but always mm-hmm. keeping current. The next one is attack the problem, not the person. Mm-hmm. Woof. You are never attacking the person. You are always attacking the problem at hand. Always. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that can get tricky. A lot of the times what we do is we attack the person with being like, you always, you never, mm-hmm. you, you, you. And we point our fingers. And the real problem is maybe my expectations weren't met. And so my feelings were hurt because he didn't do something that I was expecting. And that's not mm-hmm. fair. Right. So I need Mm -hmm. to explain the actual problem versus one thing that we learned is like, you should never say you never, or you always one, that's not true. And we're trying to be honest. Mm -hmm. And two, that makes the person feel like no matter what, they're never good enough. No matter what, they never live up to expectations, no matter what they're going to fail you. And so 
that is one thing. And like, that's good. That's when I go into blame mode and I go into like, I have a tendency to go into victimhood because I battle scarcity and I battle all these things. And whenever you're battling scarcity or whatever lie you're believing about yourself, you go to victim real fast. And so no matter what's going on, if, if he's telling, sharing a problem with me, I instantly don't listen to understand. I go into defense mode. I then bring up the past where he's hurt me more. And so therefore, whatever he's telling me isn't mm -hmm. actually a problem. It's him. And mm -hmm. I'm literally going against all of the rules. Right, right. right. That's rough. It's not going to end up anywhere good there. Yeah. No, no. Mm -hmm. So, and then the last one is respond, don't react. In mm -hmm. the moment, it can feel very big. And we talk like these rules could be used in parenting, mm -hmm. in business, in whatever. But in marriage, when it's your person, the person that you see and that you love and they say something that is hurtful or they do something that is hurtful, it's easy to react. Mm -hmm. and there's a difference between mm -hmm learning to respond than just react. And sometimes that means taking like, Hey, you know what? Yeah. I need a minute to process. Can you just give me a minute to just mm -hmm. think mm -hmm. through this? Um, I'm a shutter downer. So when we're talking <laughs> through things, I have a really hard time when I feel a lot of things, Julie knows this. I can't say anything. I literally cannot <laughs> form <laughs> words. Because mm -hmm. it takes me a while. And Russell's really gracious to like learn that like a lot. He'll be like, you can't mm -hmm. shut down. You got to, you got to respond. Don't react by shutting down. Mm -hmm. Hear what I'm saying. Respond to me with what you can. And responding means sometimes just praying out loud because you're so mad. And you have, you have nothing good to say instead of reacting and starting to go and throw things or whatever your go-to mm -hmm. is or mm -hmm. shutting down. You're responding mm -hmm. and being like, Jesus, we need you so deeply in this marriage. Like mm -hmm. we are two sinners that are trying to mm -hmm. be one and we're selfish people. And mm -hmm. a lot mm -hmm. of times I'll name my flaws. Like, Lord, I am feeling like all of these things. And I just speak it out to God out loud because mm -hmm. th that will deescalate something real fast is praying out loud in the middle of a fight. And you're <laughs> the person can't be mad at you because you're praying, right? Like speak it out loud. Can't even fight that. Mm -hmm. No. And then I'll, and then I'll like try to name all my things and then be like, Russell is feeling this way. Can you help us to see each other for the people that we care about and the people that we love more than anything versus trying to get our point across mm -hmm. or versus trying to win the battle, like help us to hear mm -hmm. one another, help us to see one another, help us to be mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. If you I had know. to, if you had to, if you had to actually define like the difference between reacting and responding like in my in my version that I have not studied this deeply and you guys have absolutely done so much practice around this would you say the difference being um you know reacting is just like your knee-jerk response to something is just that it just lets the emotions come out but a response is going to be more thoughtful would would you say that's accurate I think that's exactly it. It's a reaction is reactionary. It's your feelings. It's letting everything that you're thinking yeah. in that moment just react. And a response is intentional, intentionally mm. thinking through how you're going to handle your next words. Yeah. And what, what, 
might it's come not, of those. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes feelings are not truth, right? Mm-hmm. Just because you feel a certain way doesn't make it truthful. Uh, mm, Emotions aren't, aren't bad mm-hmm. by any means. They're not, but mm-hmm. when you're angry, you can say things that you don't mean very quickly. Mm-hmm. And it's learning to, mm-hmm. instead of react saying, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this is what, this is what, this is when we, Russell and I were like, we'll go into like, we've done that because we, yeah, mm-hmm. we've been through it. So because <laughs> we do that, we'll, I'll say like, okay, so what I'm hearing you say is <laughs> like, when I don't know how to respond, I suck. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. But like, it's going to that, yeah. like, that first one, listen to understand a lot of times yeah. when I'm starting to yeah. respond or I'm starting to react it's because I'm yeah. not listening to understand. So I go back yeah. to what I hear you saying is you're feeling this way because I did this. Is that right? And I almost need him to repeat whatever it is that I did. Mm-hmm. So that way I can hear it from him again. Mm-hmm. And that gives me time to pull myself together so that I'm not just reactionarily, mm-hmm. re- re- you know, whatever that word yeah. is. I got you. Mm-hmm. I'm responding with love and tenderness. And, and sometimes mm-hmm. it's not that like, sometimes I'm like, I need to go for a walk. Like mm-hmm. I can't even look at you right now. I'm so mad. And mm-hmm. also there are certain times of the month that I just don't like my husband. I just, I, I don't, mean, I mean, that. the part of the cycle and we'll talk about mm-hmm. it, the mountain, the valley. Mm-hmm. And so like, mm-hmm. I know I should not be having mm-hmm. any type of conversation with my husband today. That has yeah. deep meaning or has whatever. I, I, this is not the time or the place. Mm-hmm. And so kind of knowing mm-hmm. is also responding versus mm-hmm. just reacting. Mm-hmm. And it but like feels like little things become big things. And sometimes you mm-hmm. just know this is, this is like a little thing. Why am I so upset about this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And being wise mm-hmm. and deciding, is this worth that right now? Yeah. No, probably me also when I'm extremely tired. Mm. I just am senseless. Like, mm. no, it's, I make no sense. I'm mad about things that don't matter. Like, so yeah. Or, I mean, or, or when you're hungry. We're hungry. That's happens daily. Yeah. Angry. So what's, what's the worst though? This will be funny. What's the worst is when I'm actually not hungry. And he's like, and he's like, why don't you just get a granola bar? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna cut you. <laughs> I'm actually just mad at you, bro. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. like he's he's come a long way, but I do oftentimes just need a snack. Yeah, and it's just responding, not reacting. It's like I'm so mad at you right now, but I'm gonna mm-hmm. choose intentionally to maybe get a snack to see if I'm still mad at you. Yes. Or <laughs> we'll give it the test. Right. Let me get all bar real quick. Right. Or like for me, like if it's on that day, like there is one day a month where I feel like Mm. I have no control of my emotions at all. Like none whatsoever. I even take like happy pills. Mm -hmm. I do all these things. And when that day comes, because I know that I got to battle this. And like Mm -hmm. on that day, I know that I should not have any deep conversations. Like that is like being responsible in my marriage to know like nothing good is going to come from this. And Mm -hmm. most of the time it's because I'm so irrational, Mm -hmm. but like it, there is nothing like I'm, I'm, I'm picking a fight to pick a fight and there's yes. nothing rational of, in that, you know, been there. Yeah. Been there. Yes. We could do a whole episode on just like, sometimes I just do, I just want to pick a fight and I'm yeah. like, and my husband is like so gracious and he's always just like, 
baby, you're right. Like I gotta, I gotta do better, whatever it is. I'm like, no, <laughs> like, you know, like I just want to fight. It's that, so great. That reminds me of one Sunday I was boiling over because we have a continual fight. Now it's something that we laugh about. Yeah, In yeah. the beginning, it was yeah. something that we fought about all the time. Now I just, I'm like, this is the way Russell yeah. is. And it is an I. But Except, that day, yeah. there was no Grace and Megan whatsoever. And I was furious <laughs> because it was the same thing boiling over and over again. And we're running late for church. And Sunday mornings are exhausting oh, the for worst. moms because you're the trying worst. to get all the things. And dad just has to, you know, he sleeps in and he gets his boots on. And then he's like, <laughs> why is nobody ready? It's time to go. And I'm like, I've been up for two hours. I've got breakfast. All I asked for you was the shoes on right <laughs> all the things okay you, you know the heat of the we moment. feel it oh we feel it yeah I get into the Cadillac I slam the door shut he's like hey you okay and I'm like Jesus. I'm not okay as a matter of fact I'm not okay I am exhausted you're yelling because I'm not ready yet because I got this whole ship turned around to go to church, to praise <laughs> the Lord, to spend time with the Holy Spirit. And my mood ain't right going into church because I asked you to do one thing and you didn't do it. And he looked at me and goes, I'm really sorry. You're right. Like we've talked about this. <laughs> I am. You're, you're not wrong. I, I should have. I should have. I'm really sorry. And I was like, shoot. Well, not what I'm supposed to do. I plan on being mad at you all day. Like I had it in my head. <laughs> yes, I'm still mad. <laughs> yeah. I was going to cold shoulder you for the rest of the right. football game and for the yeah, pizza yeah. dinner and the. <laughs> so and he looked at me and then he, and then he was like, I said, okay. And then he looked at me like 10 minutes later and was like, baby, uh, um, like, why are you still upset? Like, I, I, like, what else do you need me to do? And I'm like, well, now I'm mad you apologize because. <laughs> and he was You're like, off my plan. Kidding? Right. I was like, you're normally stubborn. You know, there's always like something like I just, he was like, you just wanted to pick a fight. I was like, no, I was really mad about that. But then I started thinking about all these other things. I was ready to go. <laughs> and then he asked me to forgive him. I'm like, well, shoot. And that I wasn't keeping hey. current. I wasn't keeping yeah. current. Mm -hmm. I wasn't doing any of those things. I wasn't, I was attacking the, the person, mm -hmm. not the problem. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was doing all the things wrong. And then he did that. And I was like, well, shoot. So oh, dang, man, sweet little buddy. I mean, what a precious They're soul. So good to us. They're so I good know. to us. I know, dude, that Sunday morning, that is the roughest, the, oh. the most rough time. I don't know what the proper tense of word is. I don't know, but you trying to come into church with a, with a, mm -hmm. you know, Lord, I'm I mean, everybody's just going to be, and everybody's going to be smiling at you and you got to, yeah, yeah, put that attitude it, away real quick. It's something. So <laughs> let's talking about that. Sunday morning is a sacrifice. Marriage is a sacrifice. Yeah. What does that look like in your home? Well, 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 <laughs> <laughs> she's like petting her curls. Like uh, hmm. <laughs> which route did we go here? Gosh, I I don't know. Okay, I'm thinking back to like before you get married, people tell you, you know, this is you're gonna have to sacrifice, and you really don't understand, rightfully so, <laughs> what this means until you are fully in it. But 
One thing I think about, like if I were to think about like something I've sacrificed or, or whatever, it's just, it's dying to self. Like it's dying to like what I view is something that's like an image of what I think things should look like. Mm-hmm. And remembering that like, Jesus sacrificed it all for us. Like, who am I to think that my way is better than his way or anybody else's way, to be honest. Mm. And it's to me easier to sacrifice things or moments or expectations or whatever, fill in the blank, when you can keep the big picture in mind. So for example, my husband coaches college basketball, as you know, we move a lot. Uh, It comes with a lot of things that- You don't just move, you move like states away. Yeah, most states away. Yeah, most of the time. And you sacrifice a lot. Like I've sacrificed having help with my kids growing up. I've sacrificed just a lot of things, time with my husband, uh, traditions or, you know, things that, that our families get to do together that we're not there to be a part of or baby shower, you know, just things that you don't really realize up front. And I think what you have to remember is that like, we also coach to impact people. And so when you keep that in mind, the sacrifice doesn't seem so great, right? Like here I was selfishly wanting this, but in all reality, sacrificing what I want to be able to fill in the blank Mm -hmm. is actually even greater, especially in the grand scheme of things. Um, So yeah, I don't know. And daily, it's harder, don't you think? Mm -hmm. Like daily, I want to be like, I had a plan or like, I... I thought I, like, I literally said to Andrew yesterday, the one thing I asked you was to not leave my car on empty. And he always fills up my gas. Like I, I barely ever fill up my own tank and he's out of town. And I had to say one thing, you know what I mean? Like, why couldn't I have just sacrificed myself and been like, I've literally almost never filled up my own car with gas. And here I'm complaining that he left me on empty. You know what I mean? And the truth Mm -hmm. is I drained the tank. He used my car one time before it was empty. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. so it's just like the daily to me is harder than the big picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, what do you think? I think like when you said selfishness, I remember the day after oh, we no. were married that I thought I'm a selfish human being. I didn't realize it my whole life. Everybody told me until it, now. But... <laughs> wow. Here it's coming out. And I think because like, I thought in marriage, there'd be freedom, right? Because we were under our parents and we grew up in like a strict family home and there were Mm -hmm. so many rules and in marriage, like you, like, I want to respect him and be like, what do you got planned? Mm -hmm. What do you have going on? And I remember Mm -hmm. thinking like, I never get to just do what I want to do. Like that's, (laughs) this was right away in marriage. Where's, where's that? (laughs) Right. Then I realized like the whole sacrificing thing is like, there is so much service and sacrifice Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. sure there are ways that I don't want to sacrifice, but seeing my Mm -hmm. husband feel loved and cared for Mm -hmm. because I served him in whatever way Mm -hmm. is far greater than the selfishness and the reward of me Mm -hmm. getting whatever it is I want. Mm -hmm. That's good. And yeah, I think it's like way more important to be, to be kind versus being right all the time. Yeah. In the beginning, 
I was always selfish and like, I need to prove my point and at whatever mm-hmm. the, like, I don't care the cost. And winning maybe Meg, hmm? maybe yeah. winning yeah. the argument. I Meg just want to win. To win. <laughs> and so it didn't matter. Yeah. It didn't matter the cost. And what I learned yeah. was mm-hmm. I would much rather not sacrifice my husband's mm-hmm. respect, my husband's honor, my husband's feeling mm-hmm. of my wife cares for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes that means I have to let things go, which is like the hardest mm-hmm. thing in the world for me. If I know I'm right, mm-hmm. I cannot let it go. I like, mm-hmm. that is where I have to be like, Holy spirit. Mm-hmm. I I need you to literally indwell in me right now <laughs> to be kind because mm-hmm. there is nothing in me that wants to be kind yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. But what, mm-hmm. what do I gain when I win the argument, but right. I sacrifice my husband's like yeah. I hurt my husband. What's the cost there? The cost is far greater than the win. I will tell you mm-hmm. that the profit mm-hmm. of winning does not help when your husband feels so defeated because his wife just undercut him with right. his, with her words, you know, mm-hmm. not worth it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Meg. Yeah. Do you feel like, um, like having expectations? Of oh, the other? worst thing you could do. The oh, worst too. thing you can do. So hard. I talk about this all the time in business when I'm coaching somebody is like, you're, you you have expectations of somebody Mm -hmm. that doesn't even know that you have this expectation. So when they're not meeting Mm -hmm. that expectation, you feel like they're Mm -hmm. failing you, but you're not Mm -hmm. even giving them the Mm -hmm. ticket into the race to even be on that playing field with you. Because they yeah. don't know. And it's not, it's so mm-hmm. not fair to have expectations of somebody when they don't even know. Like my birthdays, mm-hmm. I used mm-hmm. to get so disappointed mm. by what Russell did on my birthday because I had all these expectations. Mm-hmm. And if you know Russell, God bless him, <laughs> his greatest joy in life is making me happy in all reality. Mm-hmm. There is mm-hmm. nothing more than he, like, it is like one of our biggest arguments mm-hmm. because he won't pick a place to eat because he wants me to pick. I don't want to decide, but he wants mm-hmm. to make sure that I am happy. That mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. So not only like on my birthdays was I having all these expectations that I never shared with him. He's putting mm-hmm. in effort and he feels like he's failing me because I'm so disappointed mm-hmm. by these expectations I never shared. So we're both mm-hmm. losing. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. we no I have hope. these unfair. Yep. Mm-hmm. state the obvious if you want something share mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. he shouldn't have to try to figure you out he just because he's your husband doesn't mean he needs to crack the mm-hmm. code to you be mm-hmm. open and share mm-hmm. and be mm-hmm. honest like we said earlier I think the greatest mm-hmm. gift we can give our husbands is sharing what we want and being vulnerable and mm-hmm. like they're the keeper of your heart. They're the ones that mm-hmm. fight for you and see you and care about you deeper than anyone. Give them a fair mm-hmm. battleground to be able to yeah. meet you and your expectations. Yeah. They want to exceed mm-hmm. your expectations. They want to give you joy. Mm-hmm. They want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they don't know credit. where the line is. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it, we don't even help them out by giving them. <laughs> no, and I think the other thing is if we could go to like assuming positive intent, like, yeah, mm-hmm. we need to assume that they are doing, I know if you're sitting there thinking, well, my husband doesn't, well, you're not assuming positive intent in your husband. 
You don't, maybe, maybe he's never met your expectations, but maybe you've also actually never shared them and you need mm-hmm. to have a positive intent that like, mm-hmm. he wants the best for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He said, I do like he already committed to you. Yeah. yeah. Like a thought popped into my head when you said that is like, what if you were to pretend to be his attorney, you know, to like the, Oh, my husband, whatever. Like mm-hmm. if you had to prove him right. Mm-hmm. make yes. up a story in your head to prove his side of the story, it would probably look a lot different. Right. And there's been so many because our husbands are just absolutely. So just like you said, Russell's greatest, you know, like joyous to make you truly happy. Like I believe the same thing about Andrew. And mm-hmm. the funny thing is, is like, if there's been an instance where I've, I'm not good about being like, this bothered me. I wait till everything builds up. And then I'm like, right here Mm -hmm. it all is. Mm -hmm. And to an example, he will say, here's what I thought was happening. And I'm like, oh, Mm. like, well, like, I, I I guess I can see that, you know, like, (laughs) but instead I held it, which again is going against the rules of keeping current. But like, instead of just like hearing out what his side of, whatever happened Mm -hmm. instead I had these expectations but I think it's absolutely so powerful to have positive intent Mm -hmm. because otherwise don't we make up stories do you make up stories about like what he must be thinking or like the the pile or the kids needing to get ready or the thing that you asked him to pick up or whatever I'm like how do we look around this house and not see things that need done like what okay number one wouldn't that be amazing to like mm-hmm. be able to look around your house and be like, nothing for me to do here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be so good. <laughs> like, is that what it's like? That must be fun. But like to really say like, here, assuming that he had good intent towards you mm-hmm. at whatever circumstance, like mm-hmm. that'll change things, right? And, and honestly, we'll get to this in another episode, but that'll change things in a lot of your relationships mm-hmm. because women can be catty. Mm-hmm. And we can hold on and we can fester and then we can spew oh, yeah. so fast. Oh. And there is no, there is no quicker way to take down your man, your mm-hmm. man, <laughs> than by spewing venom mm-hmm. out of your mouth because yeah. he, your words are heavy to your husband. I don't care if you mm-hmm. think you have a good relationship or not. I promise mm-hmm. that he cares about what you say. So mm-hmm. if you're constantly nitpicking and, and, mm-hmm. uh, nagging and yeah using all these words to hurt him because Mm -hmm. he hurt you. That's not, that's not helping Mm -hmm. anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. Always choose your words to edify and uplift your marriage versus Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. now, listen, Mm -hmm. now that I say all this and I'm giving all this like Holy spirit Mm -hmm. advice, I'm telling y'all we're going to have some spiritual warfare and me and Russell are going to get into the fight of our lives now because it's always (laughs) what happened. Let's report back on the next episode as to how it, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think like, it's just, the the other thing is like, okay, the, you have to learn to have a good time in marriage, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. laugh with your husband. Like sometimes I feel like Mm -hmm. we're in the trenches together. Like Russell and I have been Mm -hmm. through it. Nobody really like there. We have the last year, the last, the last year has been. Mm, probably the second hardest year of our mm-hmm. lives and for so many reasons and mm-hmm. we have also laughed more in our mm-hmm. this like we have laughed more we have been more uh we've had more joy we've had a lot of real sorrow but we have been mm-hmm. we try instead of taking things so personally all the time 
when you assume positive intent, you don't mm-hmm. take everything as a dig. Well, what did you mean by that? Mm-hmm. We can now be like, Ooh, that's good. Yeah. You, that's what you said. Okay. I'm taking you at what you said. I'm assuming Face positive value. intent. And then I can laugh at that. I realized because I like love to win arguments, I would pick a battle all the time. And he'd be like, bro, like this ain't even a thing. What's happening? Yeah. Right. And so like his, he feels like he can never be enough. He feels like he is never adding up. So like, why would he even try in any area? Why would he? And Mm. then now we, I like, they love to be bragged on. Okay. When they, Mm. when they put a dish in the dishwasher, they want to be applauded, which part of me is like, do you clap for me every time I do the laundry? <laughs> when I'm wiping the toilets, do you, do I hear an audience of, wow, thank you. Like, like, why do you need that? But the truth is they do need it. They they thrive off. I don't know about Andrew, but Russell, mm-hmm. if I tell him good job, he's like, thanks. I'm glad you noticed. And I'm like, okay. That's one of those times <laughs> we don't start a fight. <laughs> but I'm like, okay, he needed that. He needed that like mm-hmm. at a boy. And how mm-hmm. hard it is it for me? Like sometimes I just get in my head and mm-hmm. like, I don't need to add a boy. You, mm-hmm. I did the laundry. You didn't thank me. So I'm not thanking you, but I know what's important to him. Mm-hmm. So I need to say, Hey, thanks for taking yeah. that time. And like, don't you think that when the rest of the things that we talked about are going in the right direction, this type of thing is so much easier. Mm-hmm. Having fun with your spouse is so much easier. Laughing mm-hmm. together is so much easier. And it made me specifically think of like, like a jab that when you're in good, when you're good, you know, a good spot is like funny to both of you. Mm-hmm. But if you've recently had a tiff that has not been settled, mm-hmm. it is a dig, right? Mm-hmm. And those two oh, things yeah. are completely different just because there's something else off. But like, so being in a good spot is so important. Like take advantage of those times and, mm-hmm. and play, right? Like I saw something the other day. It was like, adults need to play. Like adults need to yes. like go do things and have fun. Like just because there's all this change of responsibility doesn't mean that you shouldn't be dating your spouse. So even if it's not a date, even yes. if it's a, a game or something that's fun or just like, you know, like the playful, fun energy of why you fell in love with them doing that more as much yeah. as possible. Like, yeah. What is your guys? Okay. This is not our ending question. But like, what is one of your most fun like, what do you guys just enjoy doing to get, well, I think I might know the answer, but tell me, this is, this is G Raiden, Meg. Don't give me something. Okay. <laughs> uh, what do you, mm, what did you think? What did you like, think? I thought you were going to say pickleball. Like you guys 100%. all together. Yeah. 100%. Uh, I was going to say like playing anything with him is so much fun because I'm yeah. competitive and he, yeah. The thing about pickleball is I am not as good as him, like not even a little bit. So therefore that means that usually my tendency would be like, I don't want to play with you because if I can't mm-hmm. win, yeah, I don't you don't want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. But I have learned that Russell loves quality time with me so much. And so he will mm-hmm. be like, I pick Megan when they're like picking teams. He always picks me and I'm like, bro, you're going to lose with me on your team. Why? And he's like, I just love, I love being on your team. I love having this together. Because we don't have, we're not the type of people that are like, wow, we have so much in common. We could not be more different. Mm -hmm. The things he loves, I think is like his favorite activity being in the (laughs) woods, hunting. I'm like, I would rather take my eye out with a spoon. Mm -hmm. Like that sounds Mm -hmm. miserable being quiet. Obviously not my strong suit. (laughs) That being said, pickleball Mm -hmm. is so much. It's been the one thing that we do that we're intentional where we set aside time every single mm-hmm. week to go play and we have mm-hmm. the most fun we lose a lot because of me um i think that's yeah. sweet 
I think that's really, really sweet. And I, and I get that. Yeah. Um, and don't you think too, in like certain seasons, it's harder to squeeze in like mm. that time together, like the actual fun together. Oh, 100%. We've had babies for so long that like yeah. anything yeah. intentional was difficult, but I will yeah. say fight for dates. I don't care mm-hmm. if it's once a, once a quarter, once a month, but mm-hmm. have one always scheduled. So you have something to look forward to together. Have mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. it is inconvenient, especially mm-hmm. when you have kids to pay a babysitter so that you can go spend time. Yeah, but it's always worth it. Gotta do it. Yeah, it's so hard, but uh, yeah, totally worth it. Meg, you need to tell us the dishwasher story. Oh yeah, okay. I have not heard this. I think you've record. heard this. I feel like you have. No. Okay. To be determined. I don't know. Okay. So when we were in counseling, one of the things that our marriage counselor always said was do things unto the Lord, not for your spouse, do things for your spouse unto the Lord. Like make sure that you're choosing things Mm -hmm. and you're not doing them to get a high five from your spouse. You're doing them because you know that by doing this task, it is serving your spouse and you Mm -hmm. are loving your spouse but you're not mm-hmm. doing it for them to be like, Hey, add a, add a boy. You're doing it mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I'm going to high five Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this because this is going to make the Lord feel like I'm going mm-hmm. to high five the mm-hmm. Lord by mm-hmm. doing this. And I'm going to love mm-hmm. my partner while doing it. And it might be inconvenient and it might be the yeah. most annoying thing. But one day I got home from work and I saw Russell in the kitchen unloading the dishwasher or something mm-hmm. And I was busy doing something else and I walked away and I came back into the room and I saw him just high five into the air. And I was like, oh, he just did something for me. And it wasn't for me to add a boy. It wasn't for me to do this thing. It was to serve me because he knew. Mm -hmm. And when that is your heart Mm -hmm. is -hmm. to serve your partner and to love them in a way that like you are for them. Mm You are mm-hmm. not doing something to get something out of them. You're not doing something for any mm-hmm. expectations. You're not doing mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. You're doing it because mm-hmm. you're doing it unto God. Mm-hmm. And that is enough. And if you leave it up to your spouse, if you're doing it for your spouse, just like your perfect story, you didn't notice at first, right? Mm-hmm. Like you were busy going about your business. If he had done it for you to notice only, there mm-hmm. would be there would be disappointment on his end. Mm-hmm. But because he did it to serve you and high five Jesus, right? Like that is that's such a cool. Th- I don't think I've heard that. Oh, that was like that's from good. the very beginnings of our counseling, yeah. and our marriage was struggling at that point. And yeah. I was, we were struggling, and to see that, yeah. I remembered like, oh, yeah. he's trying to serve me right now, and yeah, yeah. what? And we're gonna have an entire episode on serving, serving care versus self-care and we can't wait to get into Ooh, that one because yeah, it's gonna be good we're gonna step on some toes and probably lose some followers but that's fine yeah. all right not worried until next time yeah thanks we for being you. here be yep. intentional y'all